Okay, kids, let's go. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking! Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy Works Watching Podcast. Thank you and yours for tuning in. My name's Mopar. My name is Commander Cody. AKA CC2224, AKA Clone of Django Fett. AKA. Not a true Mandalorian. By some weird headcanon, I'm actually in The Mandalorian Season 2, which is awesome. Mm, From a certain point of view? From a certain point of... Hey, that's how everything goes in Star Wars, isn't it right? From a certain point of view, it does. (laughs) I'm famous. (laughs) How you doing, Mopar? Good day, Galaxy. It's basically Christmas break. How we feeling? Going into that holiday season strong. Raining. Yeah, I know. I know. We had some we had some good snowfall last week and now it's all gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. uh cold weather, leftover snow and rain is is very shitty. Not my favorite. Not my favorite way to spend the holidays, but you know. We'll get through it. Hopefully there'll be some lake effect madness up uh, up northeast when we actually go home for Christmas. Looking forward to some blizzards. Sure. Maybe we'll sure. be attacked by monstrous spiders. What about the attack on the Wookiees? What about the droid attack of the Wookiees? Now, how are we feeling for real? Talk about droid attack. I rewatched uh, Mando again, the last episode. Very nice. Talk um, about droid attacks. Well, well needed. Well, yeah. you know, one of the big things I'm going to bring up is how I feel about uh, droids and droid armies now. Uh, mm-hmm. The dark troopers are efficient assassin thing. murder kings of the new realms. <laughs> The new realms of the Republic. It is. It's astounding. The it, they uh, literally have changed my point of view. And I believe that, uh, you know. I'm curious to hear uh, what you have to say sub- and what, learn what your point of view was first. Subconsciously, I really think it, it changes everybody's point of view. You know, whether you want to activate it or not. But <laughs> It's um, already been activated, baby. Well, the droids have always been a joke. It's, you know, even, you know, everybody loves R2, but it's kind of a fucking joke that he just never dies, never gets shot. He does get shot um, once when he's helping Luke out. And yeah. I think it's episode four. Yeah. He almost gets blown up. They fixed him. Yeah. And then, well, you know, two minutes later in the movie, he comes squeaking out shiny as ever in well, the they had celebration to get him ready. scene. They had to get him ready for the ceremony. If, uh, first things first. So <laughs> it's just, you know, droids have always been kind of the punchline when they're enemies. Um you know, the saviors even if you, when they're heroes. Yeah, well, it's like that's one of the most ridiculous things. If I have to push it all the way to that side, it's like the battle droids in the prequels are jokes. It's it's they're they're goofy. They're they can't hit anything. They've never killed anybody. <laughs> so what's the point of them? Um, all the way to we see even BB-8 used in a ridiculous way in Episode Eight, where he's driving yeah. a fucking ATST. Yes, um, that was cringe. Kind of ridiculous, uh, but that's what, ridiculous. that's my point. Is droids have gone from that to these dark troopers, which are terminators. These are assassin terminators, mindless fucking kill. That's all it is. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love it. 
Well, in the defense of the droids, we have had the droidicus, which even Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon together basically were like, we're fucked. Let's get out of this hallway now, please. Well, um, well hear me out, though. Formidable, but yeah. they still don't do anything. I love them. True, true, true. You know, uh, and, and again, they are very formidable. Even against a Jedi, they're always like, oh, fuck, two of them. We got to get out of here. Uh, but, yeah. you know, we, we see it used... In the field battle on episode one where uh, Jar Jar accidentally kills that one and it falls over in a goofy way. And you're like, Jesus, not even the cool droids do anything cool. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. And then I was about to raise defense of the super battle droids. Mm -hmm. But in the prequel movies, even in that hangar and the beginning of episode three, they're kind of dumb. They're tripping over their oil that R2 spits out on them. Yeah. Uh, it's in the Mando in the flashback that exactly. we see them actually be true savages. So. Yeah. No, it's been it's been refreshing to say the least. That uh, yeah. droids it, it changes my point of view of what the capability of a droid can be. It's yeah. always been pushed to a limit of outrageousness, but not in like efficiency of killing or battle use. It's always been like let's save the day because I'm a droid. Yeah, I don't have to fill in a blank or you know have special powers. Here, all right. Here's a caveat for you though. Okay. I would say, and you know, you know us, we're diving right into spoilers. Uh, if you haven't seen the Mando finale, you probably shouldn't be watching this in the first place. I think it showed us two things. One, how deadly the droids can be. And two, how deadly a Jedi can be when in true form. So you might say that the droids in their prequels have looked like bumbling fools because they're always up against mostly Jedi. And the Jedi just cut through them like butter. They basically don't stand a chance. No, it's a valid point. Um... Because the scene's you know, almost back-to-back -back where you see Mando having to deal with one, and he almost can't even kill one of them. And then right. Luke comes barreling down the hallway in that ship, and he just t slices through all of them, just like they're, you know, those regular Roger Rogers from the original. Those Roger Rogers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's a, it's a valid point. And that's kind of, maybe it's the fault of Star Wars in general. We've always followed the craziest, strongest heroes that yeah. when they do come across something serious, it's a Dooku or something like actually, I don't know, crazy, Sidious and, and, and that sort. Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, well, I mean, everything is Star Wars' own fault, so... But to stumble right back to it, uh, you know, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon can't handle two droidicas on... Uh... Or they're just tired of their bullshit and they just wanted to get <laughs> out of there. But it's like, man, I just cut through an entire blast door and I still have to deal with droids. Mm -hmm. Let's just jettison. Yeah. I mean, from a certain point of view, you know the limitations of droids if you're going to use the droid army. Um, it's numbers. You're, you're just trying to overwhelm in numbers. Yep. Um, you know, not, not in abilities or efficiency. But, you know, we get to this, this dark trooper and you're like, dude, three of those could probably take out the Gungans. And that's not even that's not <laughs> even like laughing. Yeah. Three of them could land. They don't even have to, to catch a ride there. They are the ride. True. They fly there. <laughs> they fly there. Take out the Gungans. Not a scratch on them, and fly the fuck out. So do, it's. Uh, do they have hyperdrive engines? That's what the, I want to know. The phase four, phase four will have yep. the hyperdrives. Yeah. So. It was a uh, very chilling to hear the doctor say this version three doesn't have any humans. That was the last flaw that had to be fixed. That mm -hmm. was really crazy to, to, to hear them say. Yeah, so, the humans are they were, that was That is still true from when they were first around in Dark Forces, right? They were like droid-human hybrids? You know, I... Uh, I or watched is that a, a new thing? 
I watched um, a follow-up video of uh, Star Wars Explained, and he, he doesn't know anything. He said something, which I will always stand by, Alex. He he has some great content. And he gets to the point. I love it. Yes. Um, he said something that actually I, I didn't remember. He said that the first three versions were all droids and that, you know, historically, uh, that the Phase 3 was the only one that was a wearable suit. And I was under the assumption that it was the opposite, that they did do it correctly, that Phase 3 was the full droid. Mm-hmm. Because the Phase 0, 1, and 2 were used for olding or aging clones. Okay. I don't know. I'm just saying, I, I think he got it, it, it wrong for the first time ever. Um, Interesting. In, in his sayings. But yeah, so the, obviously, well, now it canonized. Uh, the Phase 3 is a full droid. And like you yeah. said, uh, the issue was taken out of it, which is the human aspect. Yeah. Which is cold-blooded. Extremely cold-blooded. Makes you think, uh, I'm sure we've mentioned this at some point, but like, did Palpatine just scrap everything the Trade Federation had built when he took over? God, how how crazy. I feel like he could have made use of those somehow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Unless he thought of it as an enemy. He doesn't want another army laying around just in case someone comes in and, and takes those droids and uses them. I mean... Mm-hmm. You know, from a certain point of view, you know, strategic wise, it makes sense. You've already got a, a sufficient army, and you got a Darth Vader. So, you know, get rid of the the, the droids. We don't need them. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, that was, uh, yeah. I mean, that was a little bit of his undoing, right? Just thinking he was too good. He didn't need him. I think that's kind of what happened with uh, Operation Cinder as well. I read a little bit more about that. So he kind of like obliterated a big portion of the empire kind of what he viewed as the weak links mm-hmm. and only his most trusted admirals and, and moths and et cetera escape to the unknown regions to kind of just hide out and, and wait. I still don't know how the first order ties in and if that's like a subset of the Imperial remnant or like a fake out by the Imperial remnant to be like, here's a distraction with my clone boy Snoke who's going to run things. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I assume since I'm really good at Assumptions. The future. That's true. We are future predictors here. I assume that uh, all of what's happening in Mando as far as Imperials is cloning technology. They're trying to create a Snoke. I think this, that's where it's going to lead to. They're, they're cr- yep. trying to create a Snoke. Once Snoke is created, I think he's going to look at the Imperials as inferior and he's going to start building his own shit. So it's going to kind of be a, like a competitive... You know, you guys are a remnant for a reason. You have failed. I'm going to start something brand fucking new, and everything's yeah. going to be colored red, and we're going to rave on Thursdays. <laughs> Casual Fridays, rave on Thursdays. <laughs> so Taco uh, Tuesdays. I, that's where I see it. I, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting, because like, if Palpatine is saying, hey, we're all about to die, let's go hide away in the Imperial or in the Unknown Regions... There are a bunch of officers that don't do that, obviously. We see them trying to keep a stronghold in, in different areas like Navarro. And yeah. then you have people like Moff Gideon, who I assume is hasn't gone with everyone into the unknown regions, but he's trying to keep Palpatine's favor because that cloning technology, in some sense, has to be for him. They have to bring him back at some... Or they're trying to bring him back. Right. Yeah, you, I, don't, I don't know how Moff Gideon ties into everything. I'm sure we'll find out. Um... Yeah, I just like wh- how long has he been around? Did he know the emperor personally? And like, 
told Moff Gideon, or is it literally handed down from someone crazy strong like Thrawn, where like Thrawn at this point was like, Moff Gideon, do this. It's your top priority or else I'll kill you. And it's like, well, I don't want to ask questions. I need to get this baby Yoda. It's my, you know, absolute. So, right. I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> I went to uh, his Wikipedia page um, just to see if there was any stuff not mentioned in the show that they had listed there. And uh, I don't think so. There's no birth date or original home world or anything like that. Um, welcome, everybody, in the chat. Go ahead. Sorry. No, it's okay. I was just going to say there are no details on how he got the Darksaber. It just says around this time he came into possession of this thing that he uses to cut people. Yeah. Um, welcome, everybody, in the chat. Just a little podcast, dryly, and uh, Pure Genius Lego Stop Motion Studios. That's Matt. Hell of a name. Matt. Um, welcome. He asks, do you think they are using the Mando to fill in the pieces of the sequel trilogy? Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, regardless, it does, because there's a 30-year gap. So putting in storylines, yeah, I mean, it does fill in. Um, and, you know, we haven't had a supposed hard tie-in until we saw Luke on screen. Now we know it is, Baby mm -hmm. Yoda's involved. We see a, a broken down Luke in episode eight. Some shit has hit the fan. Maybe he lost baby Yoda. I right. don't know where he's at. Um, along with all those other students. I don't know. Or right. you mean like mislocated him. Mislocated. Him. I mean, he is, he is short. He's easy to lose. Yeah. <laughs> Just where's he? What they, he's hiding in the laundry. God yeah. damn it, Grover. Any, any green plant. Yeah. Maybe he visited Endor and he's like, fuck. <laughs> Which one of you toads is, is my apprentice? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Which one of you toads? Uh, yeah. yeah, I think I think Mando was. It's a good move on their part. I mean, their planning is good. It's a good first Disney show. Sorry, a good first Star Wars show. Good. What? It's near the top, man. That's that's they put some hell on screen, man. It was great. Well, no. <laughs> First of all, it's the only <laughs> show right now, so it's the best, it's top, and top the worst at the favorite. same time. If I had to pick a favorite, uh, what I was going to say is like, it's somewhat neutral territory. It's right after original trilogy era. It's got Mandalorians, yeah. which are fucking awesome. It ties into the animation. It ties into the prequels. It ties into everything. It's a good first step for them. I think future Mando seasons, along with Ahsoka, along with Rangers of the New Republic, and now we know also, along with Boba Fett, I think this is where we're going to get this gap between the Imperial Remnant and the First Order that I've been wondering about since the very beginning of episode seven, when we saw the sinister first order in the crawl and everyone's like, what the fuck is the first order? Please explain. And JJ's yeah. like, nah, I ain't going to explain that shit. Nah, they got some plans. <laughs> they got some plans for it. They got um, some star killers. You know what it does feel like is they've just been using Mando. Well, one, obviously to fill in blanks, but as a launching point, Exactly. That's what I mean, I was going we are for. launching Ahsoka directly off this. We are launching Boba Fett directly off this. We have Rangers. Mandalorian stuff that we're going to continue with, Bo-Katan and all that. Yep. Um, I mean, it's it's not only hard tied, but it is the launching point for pretty much all the other series outside of like Obi Wan Kenobi. Yep. Absolutely. It's definitely the the diving board. Well, that's not what I meant to say. The launch pad. The launch. Launch board. The landing strip. Diving. Wait. 
pad. What? Yep. The diving pad. Uh, I did call uh, a couple weeks ago that Mando is basically going to become Jon Snow. And now that he has the dark saber and he doesn't mm. care about taking hold of <laughs> of uh, Mandalore, he's the chosen, he's the ruler by default, but he doesn't, I don't want it. It's Jon Snow all over again, man. They're basically the same character. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's dig into it. Uh, right. So uh, I know we've already spoiled a lot. So we're, this is just going forward. It's going to be heavy spoilers on the last uh, episode of the season, Mando 2. Luke Skywalker. So we, we did uh, talk about the Dark Troopers. Um, I did have some notes here. Yeah. Uh, their score and yes. the, everything that was going on when they were like booting up, charging up, fighting, pounding the fucking blast doors like demons. Yes. Pounding Din's face. Yeah, yeah, there was some brutality. They really, and that's what it just changes my whole point of view. Of uh, it's, I wrote here that it sheds new light on the capabilities of droids. It's always been like fumbling, bumbling luck with droids. Now it's precise calculation, murder. Yes, um, and it's 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 refreshing. Murder is refreshing <laughs> uh, from a droid standpoint. Murder um, can be refreshing from a certain point of view. <laughs> that's that the. Is that the title of the day? Good day. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just uh, I just kept on getting Terminator feels, and we, we got a, a seedling of that when we saw the Super Battle Droids in Din's flashback, but this was like, come oh, yeah. to life. Like, I couldn't imagine being Din. Like, he's already half terrified, scarred from, from droids from his childhood and being saved or whatever. I, I totally forgot about that, actually. And now yeah. he's literally getting... Pounded in the head by a droid, and there's 40 other more right behind the door. You're Jeez. like, Jeez, there's so his his Mando armor. Hopefully, it uh, that Beskar is, holds up, dude. Yeah, it holds a lot of dookie too because he was he <laughs> shit himself three times during that episode, <laughs> right, right before the door even opened. Man, he just yeah. dropped one. Yeah, he dropped now, one. <laughs> you opened that by talking about the music that goes along with the uh, the, the dark troopers, and yeah, I, I got Reaper vibes from mass effect three. Oh yeah that's exactly what i what i was kind of encompassing so reapers terminators combine them get the dark troopers savagery yeah it was uh it was awesome it was awesome yeah it was just so after the fight scene with din and him getting his head bashed in well let, let's continue with that sorry because sure. when he runs up to that door and it's and he tries to seal it and that one grabs and then like peers through i was like Dude, this is this is better than a, this. They're doing Terminator better than a Terminator at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's it's and that's why I always like the first Terminator because it was a little less sci-fi and a little more like, dude, this thing is murdering me. Yeah, like, a little. The other one was kind of you know I I get I get to it's it's fun it's a great movie, um and, but it felt the like uh, we're on the run rather than this thing's on top of me killing me, <laughs> right now. <laughs> Um, a little bit of that. Yeah, it's just it felt a little more scary. And that's what this the, the Dark Troopers felt for me. Um yeah. again, when he's peering when it peers through and you're like fuck. <laughs> Terrifying. You know. So That's the only reaction you can really have. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, he's holding his own a little bit. At least his armor is holding his own. Yeah. Against um, No, the armor is holding up, man. And he's doing everything he can and it keeps just coming. It just keeps coming after him. And then <laughs> when he shoots his fire and it's on fire, and it still looks at him like, dude, is that I'm your fireproof. only? I'm fireproof. I'm <laughs> fireproof. They installed, they updated that software, bitch. You ain't got it. I'm so, a fire marshal. I'm a fire marshal, Bill. Yeah, no, dude, he he dented the wall with Din's head. It's crazy. Yeah, that's a, co that's a cool uh, little nod to the strength of the, 
the metals that they're dealing with. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no shit. It can handle lightsabers. It can handle that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was wondering, like, I guess from that battle, I assumed it was like a, a Beskar, maybe an impure Beskar that they made the dark troopers out of. Somebody was talking about that in the WhatsApp, and I didn't know if they ever actually mentioned that they the dark trooper armor was made out of Beskar, or if we were just kind of assuming that. Because they at least Bo-Katan mentions um, that dark saber can it'll cut through anything except for pure Beskar, which I was right. like, okay. Well, we've Same seen Din's. We, yeah, we've seen Din's armor. So I just assumed that all that together was lightsabers and the uh, dark saber. Din's fine. But when the thing's fucking punching them in the head, I don't see the thing's fist denting at all. Exactly, yeah. So I was like, you know, I ha- I assumed something crazy was going to happen. I didn't, I'm not going to sit here and say I knew Luke was coming. But when he showed up, I was thinking, is Luke's lightsaber even going to do anything against these fucking things? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was my thought. And then he would just like cut him up like butter. And I was like, is it an upgraded lightsaber? What What is he doing? I don't know. I guess that was my only question because he he obviously sliced and diced. I'm looking at an article and I'm trying to see. This isn't read time. It is read time if I'm trying to get information to talk about time. Dryly says he had the same question. Yeah, I just, I, I, I wonder maybe, you know, it's it's hard to prepare against a lightsaber when you don't have a lightsaber like you don't have the technology in front of you to test, so maybe exactly. it was an Im- impure Beskar that you know maybe it was a little cheaper. Went- yeah, this the one sense that I did find it just says most of the dark trooper bodies are impervious to Beskar steel, suggesting that they are themselves made of Beskar, but it's not hard confirmed. So okay, I don't know. Obviously, we know the Empire had a shit ton of it laying around in those ingots, so they could have yeah. easily just formed them out of out of Beskar. So maybe they were making their own somehow. Some some prototype Beskar that just was not quite as strong. So, I don't know. That was my one question going into it because obviously Luke shows up and just, it's it's Slaughterhouse 5000, so. Yeah. Well, um, I was going to say, he's mostly cutting them at the joints, but I think there were a couple where he just like literally went. He axed he he Conan, Conan the librarian yep. the fuck out of that one. He did, yeah. He axed, <laughs> axed the dude in half, yeah. Um. Uh, these uh, ancient Jedi texts are a little overdue. <laughs> Just swing real hard. That's page one of the ancient Jedi texts. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. So uh, I guess that's most of my dark trooper uh, stuff right here. What do you did, think when he uh, opened the vault, swept them all out into space? Uh, I mean, I immediately was like, oh, that's not going to kill him. I was right. like, if, if, if a cyborg like... Uh, General Grievous can live out there with organs. Right. Those things, obviously, they they flew into high atmosphere. Well, I forgot they that fine. they flew for a second. So he cracked open the thing, and I was like, that's actually a great way to get rid of him instead of him having to fight all of them, because that would be stupid. I forgot they could fly. And then when they are approaching to get back into the ship, I was like, oh, shit, Dark Troopers. Yeah. No, that's, again, they're just... They did them right. The Empire finally got something right because stormtroopers ain't cutting it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And just when they get something right, a Jedi comes back into the fold to ruin their plans. Yep. Yeah. God. Um, what else happens in this episode before we get to? I got a lot here. The man of all men. Okay. What's next on your list? Well, the first thing we see is um, Slave One landing, and they're they got a 
uh, get the other Mandos. So they're in the cantina. Wait, no, there. they they capture the the bro first. I think. Don't they cap? Don't they uh, hijack that Imperial shuttle first? Or did I make that entire thing up? E. I think they capture the scientist very first thing in the episode. Yeah. The first thing I think I see is the Lambda shuttle, and I was like, ah, "Yeah, fucking love the Lambda shuttle." Here we go. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right because they they do get that guy, and then they then they go, which was cool. I you know, nice little heist. The thing that I've gotten out of uh, the Mando as far as Empire is the brutality of it. We finally see, you know, even within its own rankings, we see the the pilot kills the other pilot because he starts negotiating. Right. And I'm like, Instantly. fuck. This yeah. is like, this is this is the Empire I've always wanted. Not the fumbling, bumbling idiots and Darth Vader. Um, <laughs> the Muppets and Darth Vader. Yeah, that's basically it. And then, uh, you know, we've seen What's-His-Face. He committed suicide with that pill that he threw in his mouth. Like, yeah. there's some small flavor in all of this that uh, is brutal, man. The mm-hmm. false promises of Moff Gideon, which, you know, obviously you can't um, trust him. Uh, yeah. Trust him as far as I can slice him. And then what Moff does at the end, knowing that the Darksaber is going to end up you know, in Din's hand, which is still preventing Bo-Katan from winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very brutal. So pitting, pitting uh, Bo-Katan in, in against Din, yeah. which is, is unfinalized. We don't know what the fuck happens yeah. with that. So that's Jon Snow and Daenerys. Same thing. I'm telling you, man. Same show. Mm. There's dark troopers instead of dragons. What's the difference? There's really no difference. They both can fly and they're... I love them. <laughs> Crazy armor. They can fly. They're basically impervious to uh, weapons and fire. Yeah. Same thing. Yep. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So back to that industrial planet. Slave One lands. Um, super awesome. I can't remember the name of the ship, but whatever Bo-Katan's ship is, that, that starfighter is sitting there on the ground. First time we've seen that in live action. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the the obvious confrontation that happens between the Mandalorians, between Boba, um, Boca, and then her... I forget what her name is. I don't remember. Smoke show, Mando. Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks, person. thank you. Um, awesome. I love that it's not a happy, everybody loves each other, we're all Mandos, let's hold hands and go into battle. It's like, mm-hmm. you're a fucking phony, you suck, you stink. <laughs> I love Boba Fett talking trash, though. Easy oh, yeah. there, princess. So I, fucking sweet. I love that uh, she mentions, I've heard I've heard your voice a thousand times, and he's like, it's going to be the last one you hear, bitch. <laughs> I was like, God damn. Talk to me again. Put that helmet back on. Let's go. I got, yeah, I, I've talked a lot of shit with this voice, ya whore. <laughs> um, no, I, I love it. I, I love it. Amazing. Yeah, and also I love how Din just stands back and just like laughing the whole time. He's like, yeah. "Yep, these are going to be on my team." Yep, <laughs> I got a great, great party here. Here we go, companions. We're squatted up. Let's go, Gideon. You have no idea what's coming at you. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know that elitist mentality of the Mandalorians. While you know it is like a brotherhood and sisterhood, it does bleed through that you're you're a fucking clone. You're not even a pure Mando. You're not an actual Mando. Yeah, and I love that he's like I never claimed to be. I'm I'm gonna he kill kind every- of did though, which is that's that really I know. threw me. I was wondering that too. Two episodes ago, he was like, "Look at this chain coat. I'm a real Mandalorian." Now he's like, "Bitch, I don't follow you." Unless he was just trying to get Din like to win him to his side, basically. 
Well, I think well, that's probably what, what's going to happen going forward. They're going to solidify what that means in their inside their own code. What is a full Mandalorian? Possibly. Because I mean, there's I so many it, foundlings. Like, yeah. From a certain point of view, Din's not Mandalorian, but you're dealing with him. Well, I found it ironic that Bo-Katan basically told Din, like, you don't need to be this religious about the creed. You can right. take your helmet off. It's fine. <laughs> but Boba Fett, you're a clone. You don't count. You need real blood. Like, come on. It is ridiculous. So, they're, I mean, they're... I guess everybody's just been spoiled from the clones that they don't count Boba Fett as, like, a true human, per se. But even though he's a clone, he's he's one for one. Like, he's not... No right, aging, no advanced. Like, he, he is... Django. So they probably like disowned Django when yeah, that's what he gave when he was became the donor for the clones. They were probably like Mandalorian blood should be sacred. You shouldn't do that. So yeah. we all hate you now. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm sure they'll they'll clash again. We're gonna see a Bo Katan Boba Fett showdown in either season three or Book of Boba Fett for sure. Yeah. I have my thoughts about the Book of Boba Fett. That last oh, scene. Oh, we'll get there. So. We'll get there. Uh so let's see, Din, <laughs> Dark Trooper, Luke Skywalker. <laughs> How did you feel? Um, like the 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 raid that they after crash landing into the which was genius. Now they can't release ties in and out. Also, yeah. I'm not sure where the fuck Luke landed. That's a great question. Because um, <laughs> there's a Lambda shuttle stuck in a. Well, there's more than one. Uh... Is there? I, it's a light cruiser. I, yeah, I, I guess it's was, not that big of a ship. I thought there was like more than one docking bay, I guess. He just squeezed it in right over the Lambda. I don't know. Well, I wonder if the ties eject from one like docking bay and then all the other guest ships land somewhere else, maybe. I don't know what I'm talking about. The Alex, guest ships. Shinobi, where you at? <laughs> the guest. Yeah, they're are honored you guests. You are royal guests. They're, yes, they're honored guests. Have to have to land somewhere else. We got your, your, your parking lots over here. Well, what kind of cruiser is it? I'll look it up. Moff Gideon's cruiser. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Gideon's light cruiser. The death ball. Class 546 cruiser, light cruiser. Gideon's light cruiser. Yeah, I need like a map. Not a map. Blueprints. Blueprints. I need. I'm over it. What's I give the, up already. The build model. How, what year did it come in blue paint? I mean, I need schematics in order to see where the docking bays are. All right, I give up. Next. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they wrapped up a lot. Uh, it was a fun episode. Um, <laughs> rewatching it, it felt like it went by a lot quicker. I, f- I felt like my first watch through, I was like just engaged. It felt long, still. yeah. Yeah. Uh, the long entire in a good time. way, though. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the my second watch through, I was like, it's over already. What the fuck? Because they get to the you get to the bridge and Moff Gideon. First of all, I don't know why they didn't fucking just kill him. Second of all, I thought. Gideon killed Sasha Banks at that one point where he, he whips out the pistol and starts firing at her and she falls to the ground and he keeps firing at her. Best car, baby. Um, yeah, Best car. I seriously, I, I didn't even realize she was standing after that scene because I thought he just killed one of the Mandalorians and they all just brushed it off. It's like, yeah, I expected him. You got to think. He's dealt with Mandalorians. He knows there's weak points in the armor. I guess I kind of expected him to like actually hit her a couple times. I didn't think she was dead, but I expected her to at least be injured. 
I thought it was ballsy. I seriously, after my first watch through, I thought she was dead. And then when I was rewatching, I was like, "Oh, this is where she dies." Wait, she's standing here. After that, I was like, "What the fuck?" Well, there's two of her. There's two. He's a clone. Clone is. Uh, no, they they did not kill him on purpose because uh, Cara Dune wants to bring him in for questioning because he used to wear B I S B. So she specifically makes sure that he doesn't die. Yeah, because obviously he, you see him put the gun to his chin. He was trying to just take himself out. Matt but, says uh, he thought. He was shooting uh, Bo. I thought oh, it was yeah. Sasha Banks. I think, I think he was. Oh, well, then I take it back. I'm just Bo fucked. Katan. Well, regardless, I mean, it did. he did kind of blast her away. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I want to know what kind of secrets. We're going we're gonna to get great shots of him in season three in prison being questioned by somebody. Yeah, he's gonna be like Hannibal fucking Lecter in season three. I love, I love the actor. Uh, I've loved him amazing, since yeah. since Breaking Bad. Uh, yep. And there was certain, specifically this episode. I mean, I guess he, we have more screen time with him um, with this episode, but like, I really felt like he became the character. Some 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 characters play the actor from. If you know what I'm saying, like the character's bigger than the actor. Uh, mm-hmm. This one, I felt like he just he he was it. I believed he was believable. I thought the character he's playing should look like him and act like him and talk like him and do the things that he's doing. I was like, I was just, I was completely in on him. I, I loved it. So agreed. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. I and it's not that I didn't feel that he fit early on. I just we didn't get enough steady time with him in the show until the ending here. Because he's obviously we knew that. Um, I can't remember the actor's name. We knew he was part of the Mandalorian cast, but in season one, he didn't show up until those last two episodes. Right. And even then, he just stood out there and gave a little speech, and then the stormtroopers did all the action. So we, had, we didn't really get a lot of time with him until season two. Um, but yeah, I completely agree. He was fantastic. A zealot, to one be of, sure. One of the other small things so I had uh, listed here uh, with the uh, dark troopers... Well, just the the fact that Disney has done a great job in expanding the types of troopers or troops. Like we have shore troopers and death troopers and dark troopers, mm-hmm. and they've all been awesome. True, <laughs> it's been it's been great. Um, I, it's one of those things like we see the snow troopers and we see scout troopers, scout troopers in the original trilogy. But outside of that, it's like one per movie. Now it's just like whatever the fuck's happening. They, there's a special trooper for that. Right. There's a different kind of armor for, yes. Yeah. Jungle versus Jungle snow versus so, sand. Celebration. October versus Fest Tatooine. Oh, uh, we had the officers, I guess, on Tatooine in the original. True. And true. we had the TIE fighter pilots. I guess but, not. Yeah. not uh, but no, I get, I get you 100%. I get you. It's been nice. Um, death troopers, Sith troopers, Imperial yep. storm troopers. I wish we had more with the Sith troopers. I really did like them. I wish we had more with the Sith in general in Rise of Skywalker. There's a lot of background. Like, they're ominous. They're, like, they're part of the set. They're part of, like, the stage in Rise of Skywalker, but we don't get enough... We don't get a lot of information about them and why and who made the Wayfinder and all that. Yeah, and the Sith troopers I think episode, and episode the officers. slipping on my list. There's a lot of... Uh, it's kind of a bumpy ride. It's um, a very bumpy ride. Yeah, a lot of good things. I mean, eight is a bumpy ride too. I feel like seven's the the only like really solid start to finish. It just feels like a Star Wars movie, and they they had direction. And then eight jumbles all around, like it or love it, whatever. And then nine, it, yeah, it didn't solidify anything. It was just jumping around. I was like, whatever. 
Uh, Which, fun ride, fun ride. Yeah, I mean, I have in my notes. I don't know if you want to finish the episode before we get to the. Let's finish the complaints. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll, hold, I'll hold that for after we finish this. So yeah, good good siege of the ship in general. Um, oh, uh, Mandalorian oh, yeah. Luke Skywalker shows up. <laughs> well, I was going to say before we even get there, Din Jaren approaches Baby Yoda and Moff Gideon, mm-hmm. and they have that whole little speech. So we can talk about that. Um, Gideon's really just kind of doubling down on what he wants to do, taking baby Yoda's blood. And he says, we still don't get a hard answer, but he says it can be used to finally restore peace and order to the galaxy. But again, we don't know if he's trying to, I don't know, create force-sensitive troopers, clone Snoke, clone Palpatine. We don't know exactly what that blood is going to be used for. I'm assuming it's some type of domino effect where Snoke's step one, once we get uh, a Snoke that's living, then we're going to work on bringing back Palpy because Snoke can kind of run things from here. Yeah. Um, I also, you know, obviously just after that, they start swinging away at each other. It's that false hope that Moff Gideon's like, okay, just take the child. I'm done with them. Ha ha, fuck you. And then and then they they go at it, which it's a fun a fun non lightsaber fight, you know. It's yeah. a melee fight. Um, one of the coolest aspects is when the dark saber's riding on that that pike or whatever. Yeah, it, it starts heating up, and you're like, "Fuck this! Yeah, this is cool." It but it never nice. bent, it never broke. It just right. it just heated up. It was cool. Yeah, it can take it. Pure Beskar. It's very yeah. nice. And uh, then when he uh, he bests him, and Gideon's like. Interesting. You're not going to kill me, huh? Because he know I actually didn't register when that happened. The whole thing about the dark saber and having to win it in combat. I forgot about that until the end of the episode. Oh yeah. So I- he's sitting there thinking, and he's like, because it's he lost the fight, but it's still kind of playing in his plans that he gets to fuck with Bo-Katan's mind. Yeah. So he's like, he lost, but he's still a little bit uh, content with that. Like his plan not only worked, but now he gets to watch it work. Like he gets exactly. to talk shit to Bo. Bo <laughs> in he's like, yeah. I lost, but you did too. Ha ha. Um, yeah. Before I forget, uh, I'm gonna flash back to. Uh, I guess it was the episode before this with uh, Mayfeld. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Mayfield Heights, Ohio. Never mind. What were you gonna say? Mayfeld is awesome now. No, oh, he is. I, I, that really solidified that character for me. I, absolutely. You know, uh, the the episode that Bill Burr was in originally was, again, kind of a clunky episode, kind of a side thing. It just, they, it was kind of a fumbly side thing. Um, I didn't love or hate Bill Burr. It just didn't do anything for me. But that really, like a scarred ex Imperial. It was so perfect, and he got his revenge. And I'm gonna keep saying it. Solidify. He solidified his stance with the resistance and or with the New Republic as opposed... Because they, they had question marks yeah. around him. Yeah. You know, he's a felon or whatever. Um, and uh, the smoke show didn't trust him. Agreed, though. So. But you don't remember what you were trying to think about from Mayfeld? Um, it was something from Star Wars Explained. He said something along the lines of... Uh, Boba Fett can't be seen down there, and I—that's why Mayfeld had to go with with uh, Din in that in that transport. Yeah, because Boba Fett's a clone. Yeah, 
I thought it was because Boba Fett's wanted because he's a bounty hunter and some shit. I don't know why that went way over my head that oh, ev- yeah. a million people have seen his face because everybody has seen his face. So yeah, I was exactly. like, yeah, when, when Star Wars Explained said that, I was like, God, I'm an idiot. Like, I thought Let's it was just because say he was they'd notorious. recognize my face. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's possible. We still don't know what happens with the clones. It's possible that some of the troopers in that base were clones. So they would have been like, well, uh, what? Wait a second. That's Wait, me. family reunion, 93. <laughs> you were there. Uh, Camino, 99. Yeah. Camino, 99. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I, I just, you know, I felt really dumb when he said that out loud. I was like, fuck, I thought it was because he was a notorious bounty hunter, not because there's 12 million of them running around. I'm a moron. Maybe it's a little bit of both. <laughs> I assume I'm right. So, well, actually. But off of that, though, even if he was a wanted bounty hunter, I feel like the story probably spread that he died at the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. Well, we get everyone, to see everyone thinks he's dead. Now people he's a ghost. at the scene thought he was dead. So exactly, yeah, there's, yeah. there's no reason to think otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Back to Gideon. Um, yeah. Yeah. So how do you? So there's a lot of launching points here. Obviously, oh, we yeah. have the Book of Boba. We'll get to that here. We have the Mandalorian issue of the Darksaber and Bo-Katan. Yeah. I'm surprised they completely didn't do anything. They're, they just let, they like made it, made sure that everybody knew of the issue and then just ended, you know, with yeah. Luke. And I was yeah. like, you know, this thing's called the Mandalorian. I have, I have no issues with anything. It was just kind of a weird thing to like throw in our faces that this is an issue and then end it two minutes later and not talk mm-hmm. about it not resolve it not even like put a seedling of we're gonna have to figure this out let's go well, here I think I think the dark saber and the whole issue I think that was the seedling I think that was the point yeah I mean I get I know they have to string stuff together and they have to lead leave us on something which you know is fine it just I felt weird that it was like a seed planted from this episode it wasn't they, like a long yeah, they didn't resolve the way. it. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Obviously, I don't need everything resolved. We'll, we have another whole season. They have to base it on something, and, and we no, we no longer have baby, baby Yoda. Grogu. Uh, yeah. Grogu. So, you know, we have to go somewhere. So, obviously, you know, Din and, and, and Bo are going to have to figure some shit out, or she's going to have to take orders from this savage on that's helmeted. What, I mean, that's a lot what I think of season three and season four. If the show continues past season three, that's what it's going to be. Grogu's there. I think maybe we'll probably get a check-in with him at some point, which would be nice. I don't think Luke is going to be as religious about attachments and stuff, so it'd be cool if like he could visit Grogu once or twice. Yeah. But I think the bulk of it is going to be restoring Mandalore and bringing together all the clans. Absolutely. So I, I felt that there was enough of a, of a seed there when they talked, when Gideon did his whole explanation, and then Bo-Katan decided not to take the saber like she did before. I think that's that's plenty to go off of. It left it just vague enough that everybody wants to go back and figure out from Rebels and Clone Wars who Bo-Katan is and why that's a big deal. Just enough. Just a hint of seed. Yeah, it felt it felt very episode five endish, where Which is cool. Which it is it is cool. Um uh, it's just not like a solidified, hey, we're gonna go here. Hey, this is the issue. Hey, it was more of like the Darksaber's his now. The end. And it was <laughs> That's how it felt to me. It, it was just like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> like, I guess, I guess my point is, Star Wars has done such a great job of 
feeding us just enough stuff so we, we can continue the conversation for months and months until the next thing. At Here this point, I, I I mean, we're shutting the, the, the show down because there's ain't shit to talk about. <laughs> this show is going on hiatus until December of 2021. I mean, honestly, you know, we, we can, I, we'll speculate here and we'll just jump into it. I just, you know, with Luke taking baby, now, now it's Grandpa Luke. He didn't know he was going to be wiping little frog butts, clean up the baby. Well, he hasn't seen Yoda in a while. Maybe he's looking forward to that. <laughs> the beans. They just <laughs> shot out Geriatric of diapers. <laughs> Yoda's <laughs> finished in his life off having fucking depends on... Um, yeah, so how do you think that's going to go? Because, I mean, are, are they literally dropping Baby Yoda off and we're not going to get Luke and, and Grogu at all? I didn't think they were going to go that far, honestly. So we talked about our speculation, like, after Chapter 14, we were like, who's the Jedi that's going to come and save them? Yeah. And I thought, I said, Luke would be cool, but I think it's going to be Ezra based on all the hints. I yeah. did not think they would go as ballsy to put Luke Skywalker in this fucking show. So... Um, it's weird because I've been seeing a lot of people say, obviously the next big event that we know with Luke Skywalker is that Kylo destroys the temple and escapes. Yeah. We know in the comics that it wasn't actually Kylo. It was Snoke, but still we have this whole ending point in 15 or 20 years where the temple blows up and only a few students survive. So we, everyone's like, what the hell is going to happen to Grogu? I think it leaves it open for, I don't know if they could, they can't do a whole show with Mark Hamill and a CGI young face deep fake thing. So I don't know if he's going to like kind of weave his way in and out of a couple series or if it'll be a comic book or something, but they, uh, they opened the door for that story of Luke's Academy. I just don't know what format they're going to do it in. I think they have to touch it though. Yeah. It's, it's again, it's kind of just a weird, they planted the seed, but there's like no direction yet. You don't know. So like all of our fan theories, that's how, that's where I'm getting to it. Like sure. they ended season two and I have no fan theories cause I have no idea where they're going with any of this. Usually they, they give you something and it's a misdirection or something. And we fan theory out for the next eight months. Um, I, but you know, at this point it's like, well, they did give us some direction. Well, the, the, I guess the, the, the direction they gave us is Boba Fett. We'll, we'll see what happens with him. We, we do obviously have Ahsoka uh, spinning off. With her probably chasing Thrawn around the galaxy, which is fun. Um, but, you know, there's not a huge question mark in my head. I just, you know, we'll wait and see is more of uh, uh, where I'm at. So you um, might say they left you theories, but they're just not as interesting as usual. Perhaps. Is that, is that, is that perhaps. what you mean? Yeah, it, it, it's more of like they, they, they left me storylines rather than theories, you know. Okay. So we have Boba Fett, we have Ahsoka, potentially a Luke thing, but we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no real like who is this, what is this, where are we going? And, you know, I'm I'm assuming the siege of Mandalore is going to be the pinnacle of of uh, you know season three and four for Mando. Boba Fett's going to be a kind of a nice one off thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have my reservations about the Boba Fett thing. Oh uh, yeah, let's just jump into let's, that. Yeah, then. let's do it. Um, I so thought, first end credits scene in Star Wars, post credit scene, I should say. Yeah, yeah, and I saw people say, you know, make sure you wait till the end of the credits. I was like, fucking perfect, because that's that's where these theories come. I'm like, exactly, dude. That's where Mando comes in, or I'm sorry, Marvel comes in, and they'll drop that, and you're like, right, fuck. I'm surprised you, uh, yeah, I'm surprised you don't have anything uh, raving based off of the the post credit scene. Yeah, I was, I was more like, you just underwhelmed. Yeah, it just felt like 
he didn't he never said that he wanted revenge there was no like no necessity of revenge why did he go all the way back to Tatooine? like he had spent five years on Tatooine, regardless of if he had his his suit or anything mm-hmm. like i uh, i assume he could have easily walked in there and killed those people and got rid of bib yeah why did it take five years you know what 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 I don't know. I guess the questions are like, why? You know. Well, my fan theory is, it did leave me with a couple theories. My fan theory is that perhaps Boba is not, he's he's a savage and he'll kill people when he has to. And obviously we saw that. He took some joy in that. But I don't know if he's a bad guy anymore. So I wonder if the end, the post-credit scene is meant for us to think, oh, Boba took over everything in Jabba's palace and now he's going to lead this bounty hunter guild. But perhaps he went in and cleared out the rest of the, infection that Jabba the Hutt left over and he's going to just extinguish that section of bounty hunters or that guild or the Hutt mafia or whatever the fuck. He could be, you know, cl- cleaning out the galaxy basically. And that's, I, I, I think that makes the most sense to me. Um, I don't think it fits his character anymore if he's going to be the bad guy again or like right. a mob boss or actually take over. I assume he was sitting down in like a, we've cleansed this this, this is a new era kind of yeah. deal. Yeah. Um, I hope, you know. That's uh, my hope as well. Yeah. The What did you think of seeing Bib sitting <laughs> that was, there? That was hilarious. Yeah, I loved it. It was like a nice touch. I honestly was like, he's still alive. Like, I didn't, I was like, oh, okay. Like, I'm not mad at it. I was like, obviously that's Bib Fortuna, but. Was he, I actually didn't even bother to think. Was he on the sail barge? Yeah. In six? Yeah. I didn't even register that. So somehow he lived. I don't know. I guess that makes it a little more silly in my my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I kind of thought there was just some stragglers that stayed back at the palace to party while they were all feeding people to the Sarlacc. I, I guess I'm going to have to double check. But yeah, I was always under the assumption he was he was at on the sail barge with, with Java. Yeah. Um, yeah. I... I <laughs> I guess it's funny because we get to see badass Boba for the first time, which is nice. You know, a couple times, it, uh, yeah. It's a couple times, yeah. And I, I actually, there was a scene where I didn't even realize what happened uh, during on on Tython, where Boba uses like rockets out of his knees. Yeah, yeah, it's like shin guard rockets. I never <laughs> like. I, I remember him like kneeling down and people dying, and I was like. What the fuck just happened? And then yeah. I, it was again. Star Wars explained. If you actually want to learn something about Star Wars, turn this shit <laughs> off. And, yeah, don't watch us. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he has uh, he has like 151 uh, um, Easter eggs uh, throughout the season two. So that's it's a yep. quick, nice, not a quick. I just episode. watched that too. Um, not quick, yeah, especially but, the part about all the prisoners and oh Arbesh. That the was list. like ten minutes of it. I was like, Jesus, stop. <laughs> it's okay. It's fun. Um, but yeah, so his shin fucking rockets. I was like, dude. Yeah. So we get Special to see modifications, him. baby. So we get to see him in action. We get to see, you know, him get his armor back, rightfully so. It's kind of cool. We get to see where he stands in the eyes of the actual Mandalorians. Yeah. So it's a kind of a nice, well-rounded, you know, we have an idea of who a Boba Fett is. So I guess in my head, like when he walked in and murdered all those bad guys, I didn't know if it made sense if it was like pure revenge. Or right. maybe, it, you know, he's just a dude. You know, he's a clone, but you know, he's a guy. So maybe yeah. he walked in a little bit revengeful and, you know, we need to get wipe this these fuckers away from the galaxy because I've seen what it leads to. But think about what would he need to get revenge on? 
Like he was serving Jabba the Hutt. Luke Skywalker fucked up the plans. It's not like Jabba betrayed him or something. I guess I guess the whole the whole realm of what Mandalorian what we've seen is Din Djarin was a bounty hunter. Mandalorians yes. were bounty hunters. Boba Fett was a bounty hunter. They are no longer. So from Din making differences everywhere he goes, all those side plots, he yep. left the place better better off. Uh, the Mandalorians gonna trying to create their culture again and take back their their planet. <clears throat> and Mando, maybe it was turning the, the other cheek, and he was kind of changing as a person. He said, you know, killing people for money, uh, it, you know, it may pay the bills, but it doesn't get anywhere. The bad guys are still ruling and all this, so you know, maybe I'll I'll wipe these these pathetic fools out. You know, at least the, maybe I I've got this perfect starting point of, of cleansing <laughs> the galaxy. I know exactly where to go. Let's go to fucking Tatooine. Yes. And slaughter. However, I mean, I think the the huts probably had a big thing to play in the economy of Tatooine, so that place is probably going to be a shithole. Oh, now. they're fucked. They're all all the slaves <laughs> are going hungry because of Boba Fett. I have another fan theory about Boba. Um, okay. He did talk a lot about family and legacy in that chapter when he came and rescued. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we see now that Disney has a uh, strong penchant for reviving legend storylines. So I think they're going to pull from that book Bloodlines. From Legacy mm-hmm. of the Force, oh. where Boba spends try- time. He has a daughter in that yeah. series, and he's yep. trying to reconnect with her and also find a cloner. A, a cloner, I said. A cloner. A cloner. Damn good ones, too, to stop his aging and yeah. kind of reverse his aging. So I think he's probably going to try to either track down that uh, clone scientist, maybe get a clone for himself so that he has a child. He's probably a little too, uh, unless him and Fennec Shand are going to get freaky in that palace. I don't know. Unless Fennec is his daughter. Ooh. Mm, from a certain point of view. She's going to be in the Bad Batch show, so maybe we'll oh, see Oh, is she some. really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. No, she was a very solid character. I liked how straightforward, like, you don't... The the the, the, May, the Mayfelds and the Fennecs, like, they're nice, they, and it doesn't have to be a full background story, you know, she was regarded as a crazy sharpshooter. That's all I need to know. She was in a mm-hmm. shitty episode, but they brought her back and, you know, put her yep. put her to use. Good use. So, Cybernetic stomach, and she's good to go. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Full-on robot chubby. You just hate, you hate her now, don't you? That you've remembered I, the robot stomach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to ruin it for you. No, that's... Uh, that's good. I mean, I was never full on. Uh, I hate to say I, I, I turned, I shut down the fucking Boba Fett uh, Bloodlines book. I read through half of it and I was like, you know, it's my own fault. I'm just not that interested in, in Boba Fett's family. <laughs> well, it was I'm part sure it of a. Better, it was part of a series of nine books. Yeah. So I mean, it was a lot to get through. However, that was split between three different authors, and the ones that focused on Boba Fett was written by Karen Travis, who yeah. did Republic Commando. So I was obviously a big fan of those, but. No, Boba, he popped open his chain code and was talking about his dad and mm-hmm. Jester Mareel and all that stuff. So I really think he's he has a focus on what his legacy is going to be. So I guess if I had to put a guess, it's going to be he's going to try to make a name for himself as a Fett cleaning up these gangsters. And he's probably going to try to clone himself to have a kid or he's going to try to have a kid the the old school way. Yeah. I mean, sex. it's a, it's a, it's your your... Thoughts are of fair, fair value. Um, <laughs> How much are they worth? Uh, Four billion. About one hundred and sixty-three credits. Uh, <laughs> oh no, I, I guess 
because they have them at at their disposal, I'm afraid this is where they're going to go. Okay. They're, he's not going to have a daughter. He's going to ha- he's going to make a clone of himself and Daniel Logan is going to have free reign and they're going to do a show together. That would be really fucking cool. Um not I fully that support I, that. Not not that I hate it or love it. It's Again, I'm not that interested in Boba Fett's family. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, guys. I like Boba Fett, I, and I'm actually yeah. I actually really like that he's he you know from for face value he was a bounty hunter, and you, we get a little bit more of it. But you know whatever. But him wanting to establish a legacy and the Mandalorians reconnecting the clans, and them trying to make a better name for their race than just a bunch of savage bounty hunters that all ties in together. So that could easily be yeah. the case. Yeah. Maybe you don't care about his family now, but maybe you will once you, you will. watch The no. Book of Boba Fett. Exactly. What do you think about the title, The Book of Boba Fett? It's terrible. I don't know why. Uh, I, I, well, based on what we've already subscribed in the, in the tablets of time, because <laughs> we, uh, we know how to tell the future, <sighs> The Book they of should... Boba Fett is writing his new... Yeah, his new legacy. Legacy. They should yeah. have called it the Ancient Jedi Text of Boba Fett. This this should be called <laughs> Sacred Jedi Text of Boba Fett. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, it's I I guess I wasn't let down with the uh, the the end credit scene, um, but it just didn't do much for me. It's again, it's like okay, I get it. You're spinning this off. There's we're gonna get a Soka thing. We're gonna get more Mando. It, it it at one point I I did feel like it was like they were selling tickets to shit like watch the Mando <laughs> watch the Mando and you oh you like Ahsoka well guess what you got fucking next oh you liked Bo-Katan well got her more you all Boba Fett's back we got him too it luckily just felt, it's just one ticket yeah well that's true yeah, <laughs> yeah. seven bucks yeah so um yeah, yeah. no I, th- I thought it was I think I was a little distracted because Luke showed there up. was rumors about Boba. <laughs> But they didn't announce a Boba Fett show in that big announcement the night before. Yeah. So I was my guard was down a little bit because they I maybe that's just rumors or maybe he's in season three. Blah blah blah. So my guard was down, and then the post credit scene pans over to Java's palace, and I'm just like, "What's going to happen? I don't even know." And then I remembered, oh, Boba Fett left in Slave One, never came back to the fight. So what the fuck was he doing? I like how he literally does nothing. Fennec comes in, shoots everybody, and then he like sits down. <laughs> he doesn't actually yeah. shoot anybody. <laughs> He shoots Bib. Yeah, that's right. Fat bitch. Uh, why did Fennec... That is interesting. Why didn't he... I guess he couldn't fit Slave 1 inside that freaking docking bay. I just wonder why Fennec went and helped them with the, the mission and he didn't. He just left. Mission, Gaddon? He just ditched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, where has Slave 1 been this whole time if he's been locked up on Tatooine by himself in the sand dunes? That's another thing I want to know. Like, why did he wait so long to get his armor back if he had the ship? It's all ramblings from drunken fucks like us. It's just, it doesn't matter. You know, he had it stored away. Maybe it was in, you know, shambles and he had, hadn't had the credits to fix it up. And he'd been focused on his armor or something. He's waiting on those pit droids to fix the ship. Yep. Maybe Jawas stole all of his ship parts too, and he had to have an old uh, Ugnot help him put it back together and learn oh. learn the learn the ways learn the value of a hard day's work through a montage. Yeah, that's true. It's a good. Who's the Tatooine version of Kuil? Maybe we'll get that in the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, 
yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm I'm very. I've said far and wide. Obviously, I'm a, I'm a fan of the clones, and Tamara Morrison is one of my favorite actors from Star Wars. So, so to see him back in the in the franchise, and especially playing Boba Fett for the first time, not just his voice, is uh, very exciting. So yeah, it's good I'm looking point. forward to it. Um, so we kind of skipped over one of the biggest things of all time, uh, Luke <laughs> yes, Skywalker. We did. Luke Skywalker Fest 9000. Um, yeah, so obviously we see the X-Wing fly in, and you're like, fuck, I can't believe they're doing it. I can't believe they're doing it. We're going to see him. We're going to see still, him. I was still in such denial that I was like, oh, Ahsoka must just have an X-Wing laying around. Really? <laughs> or Ezra must have got an X-Wing somehow, or oh, Cal wow. Castus has an X-Wing. I was in denial. I didn't really think they would go that far. And then, of course, you see him in the hood, Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no way, no way. And then you see the green lightsaber and you're like, holy fuck. Yeah, it's nice that they watch him through the the security cameras. Like, watch him. It felt very Anakin Yeah, in, in the it, temple. It did. And then also, obviously, he comes up into the uh, the elevator and it feels very vader Yep, Vader and Hall I was like, what yep. kind of fucking... It, it's like poetry. It rhymes. It is exactly like poetry. I love that they did that too. Yeah. Him and his dad. Um, I was very happy with the balance of power they gave him. It wasn't mm-hmm. outrageous, but it was like... Because that's why, you know, we, we've been shitters on Luke every day. But it's because they went too far with him in the books and in the legends. He just became a god. He couldn't do any wrong. Right. I thought the way they portrayed him in this was great. Yeah. He was strong, precise, knew what he was doing, but he it wasn't outrageous like crazy shit. And it was eff- it was effortless. He seemed calm and that's definitely what I feel in Luke's energy. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. the other thing I guess while we're on Luke is the other thing that did Luke very well was the shitty Battlefront 2 campaign. I actually <laughs> did like the scenes with Luke just yes. his, I guess more of his mindset. Like you said, he was such a whiny bitch and everything else. And, you know, I, I want it now. Blah, blah, blah. He's never said that. <laughs> but, um, but you're he, thinking you know, of, uh, you're thinking of, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Uh, by mistake. He just, it, very clairvoyant. Like he was, he just knows what needs to be done. And yeah. but he has like a humility to him. Like, like when he's talking to Din, he's like, you know, He's not. He's not scared. He's waiting for your approval. You know. He was. He just knew what was happening. He was very omnipotent. Yeah. No. It was great. And obviously, we have the loophole where he's slicing up droids. He's not killing people. So it's still very Jedi. Still very light side. You know. He yeah. doesn't have to actually kill anybody to make it happen. Yeah. I think a Luke Skywalker slicing up humans would be kind of weird. I'm down um, for it, though. I'm down for it too. But I'm just trying to, you know. Keep it in the the light side has a the light side has a role that has to fill. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's you why don't I want everybody. <laughs> that's why Anakin fell to the dark side. <laughs> we'll just say that. Um, that was nice. My first w- w- as we he was slaughtering, I I thought to myself like these aren't regular droids. So my immediate thought was well, wow he's fucking strong, but also is he using Shatterpoint? Because I felt like every swing he was doing was so precise, and he knew it was gonna destroy the droid. He like and never yeah, he didn't fumble with a single one of those devil things. And he's never seen dark troopers before. That's what I was like. He's got. And he's be. never fought droids really before, has oh, he? Oh, I know. Except for that training probe, he had PTSD. He saw a droid, and he was like, Fuck. just swinging away. <laughs> 
Could you imagine him up there, like Barry Bonds, swinging the fuck away? Like, <laughs> just like I learned this in <laughs> oh, Tatooine. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah I, I felt like it was a nice, smooth balance of power. He knew what he was doing. He, uh, he. It was almost like the droids were in his way. He wasn't even struggling with them. Which, exactly. Uh, you know, we've already seen Din Jaren, who was our hero, struggle with him with one, and yeah. this dude shows up, and it's a whole other level that. Uh, well, you could look at it two ways. You could be like, we just saw Din barely be able to beat one of them. Mm-hmm. So why are the dark troopers all of a sudden so like incompetent? But the other side of that is, well, Luke is just so damn good that they're basically not a threat at all. And, you know, this is this is probably uh, Grandmaster Luke. This is like... Well, yeah, we're like, what, four years, five years outside of six so he had some training then. He was already, you know, he had enough to save his daddy. And then he just had five years of focused savagery. Yeah. Yeah. Zoom Zoom calls with Yoda. And, yeah. And I wonder Obi-Wan. how COVID's affecting the Jedi ghosts. Yeah. No, I was very happy with it. Uh, how did you feel about the CGI? Any fumblings? Yeah. Talk of the town. Um, I thought it looked great until his mouth moved. Every time, it's always the mouth. It's like what you said about Tarkin and Leia in Rogue One. It looks perfect except for the mouth. Yeah, it's hard. That's the last little piece they haven't nailed. And hopefully in two years, once they are more expert at it, they will update it, I guess. I don't know. I was so I was so amazed that they decided to put him in there that I just completely forgave all of it. Yeah, I, I have no issues with it. I guess... M- not an issue, but my question is, why don't they just get another actor? Why? That is a good question. When when he first took his hood down, before I before I mentally realized that it was CGI, I was like, oh, did they actually cast Sebastian Stan for yeah. that? I was like, that's awesome. And then I heard him talk, and I, I could tell that it was CGI, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I love that Mark Hamill was back for it. I just, I wonder, not recasting it now kind yeah. of prevents them from recasting it to have a Luke series or a movie in the future? I don't really know. I mean, not. I mean, I'd, I wouldn't put it past them. If they CGI it now and then literally do a Luke series and put someone else in there, I mean, I, yeah. I wouldn't put it past them. But Maybe they test it out now just like Mandalorian tests everything out. Mandalorian is just a focus group show, let's be honest, for Disney Star Wars. But yeah, if they realize that everyone is a fan of having Luke Skywalker back, then now they can cast somebody. Yeah. No, I'm happy. I'm happy Good with call. it. It's it's. I can't believe it's over already. I am happy that we are potentially getting a Cassian. We're getting a Boba Fett, and we're getting Mando next year. Uh, I want to say Cassian is not until 22. Unfortunately, God damn it! Do I keep doing that? You do keep doing that. We're getting Bad Batch next year. Bad Batch, Mando, and Boba. So at least we get three things. Well, now that we've covered the whole episode, we can talk about, I wouldn't even call it drama. It's more just confusion. So post-credit scene happens. Screen comes up, says the book of Boba Fett coming t- December, 2021. Yeah. So I had heard that Mando season three was pushed back from October to December of next year. Okay. So everyone's thinking, well, that's both slated for December of 21. Is this a separate show or is this Mando season three? Mm-hmm. At least that was the confusion. Yeah, I had it's questions the right book. around that. The episodes are called chapters. It wouldn't. It's not too out of the question. Uh, I think they confirmed actually this morning though that Boba Fett is a separate series. Yeah. So now because they're set to release in the same month, now the confusion is: well, is Mando actually delayed? 
or are they gonna are they actually gonna have two series running at the same time? What do you think? I have no answers. <laughs> I have no answers for you. I had the same confusion. Uh, I, I think it was like there's no on, fan on, theories for the content. There's fan theories for when there's is the release date. Yeah, happening. what the fuck's happening? <laughs> um, yeah, I guess it was like unforeseen confusion. Like Disney didn't add stuff up. Like oh, it's called the Book of Boba Fett. Well, is that the continuation? They're like, oh shit. No, it's different. <laughs> we weren't clear enough. Sorry. You're like, dude, chapters, books, and all of it. What, like, what are you, what are you trying to go at? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, it's. I'm glad that there's. It's just more more content. You know, yeah. Mando's doing great. So keep rocking and rolling with that. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Mando has its own story to to cover now. We got the dark saber. We know that there's more Mandalorians out there. there. There's plenty for them to to cover, and Boba Fett can weave in and out of that. Um, it is a, with go ahead. With I was going to say, with the amount of shows that they did announce, it seems to reason that some of them are going to have to run at the same time oh, or yeah. back to back to each other. Oh yeah. So it might be cool if they run if they're alternating weeks or if there's you know Tuesday we get Mando and Friday we get Boba Fett for six weeks in a row, eight weeks in a row. Yeah, I guess going forward, uh, you know, we get to see we'll, we'll have Boba Fett doing his thing. I'm assuming it's all going to wrap back in. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling he's going to do his own thing for a season, and then there is going to be like a siege of Mandalore where Boba Fett will show back up. I hope so. Um, you know, and going forward with Mando, you know, it, we'll we'll obviously tie our mental history, our memories. To the first two seasons of Mando being Din and Grogu. Yes. Going forward, it is going to feel really different. I feel like it's going to be Din and Bo-Katan. Because everybody's, everybody's looking at him now because mm-hmm. he's got the Darksaber. He's the fucking Mando elite. Well, no one's looking at him yet, but he does have some shoes to fill, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, I feel like it's going to be a, a nice right turn in the story of Din Djarin, Uh and we we left off, you know, closing that chapter of the book with uh, mm-hmm. with Baby Grogu. Um, yeah, I think that's a good thing. I do too. You know, I <laughs> I love Baby Grogu. I love the story. I love the relationship. Um, but it was getting to a silly point where. Let me set you down on the ground, do this battle, pick you back up next next episode. Let me set you back <laughs> yes. down. Like yeah, just on go, the fucking go hide ground. behind the crates. We're yeah. Just sit here. We're gonna shoot right. it out. No. Yeah, exactly. Um so yeah. Yeah. He is a beloved character though. I am surprised that they are taking him out of the show. I think it's a good choice. I think one of my biggest complaints about popular shows in the past is that they've drugged them on for too long for no reason because they're sure. want to make more money. So it is cool that they're actually like making the story choice to take him out of the show. I'm just curious of where he's going to pop back up because Grogu's not gone forever. That's for sure. That's a good That's a good question because you don't... Obviously, it's a big question mark. What's happening with Luke now? And we've already kind of spouted <laughs> off, you know, would they recast someone and do a Luke thing with, with baby Grogu and the new, for that. the new Jedi Order? Teenager is he, is he married? Could you imagine them doing a marriage jade with baby Grogu and Ahsoka being involved? And then shit hits the fan. It's, you know, that's why he's so mad in in episode eight and nine. Like, he's, he's, well, he's caught himself off on the f- force. That's crazy. I mean, I'm sure Grogu's going to 
play into that, but we know that a lot of that is based around Kylo. It what hit him if? harder than everything because Kylo is obviously related to him. What if they pull some shit? <sighs> See? Here's force, your fan theories. Force. Well, I'm just going forward with, with baby Grogu. I yeah. keep wanting to call him baby Yoda and then I add Grogu at the end. Baby yeah, he, Grogu. He's still kind of a baby. Yeah, Shut baby up. Grogu. Um, what if they do some shit where, I mean, you know what would make me really feel pissed and happy all the same time is in bringing Palpatine back, there was some force absorption of the life of baby Grogu. And that's what spawned this whole thing because he's so young and there's so, so much midichlorians and he's strong at a weird time. And, you know, they have his blood. What, what if they clone baby Grogu and there is a baby Grogu, an evil one that they use just for pumping iron, taking the blood out? Hmm. Do you have any idea where I'm, what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I lost you as soon as you said Palpatine. So, so they have his blood. They're done with baby Grogu. They don't need him anymore. Moff Gideon has a big check mark next to mission accomplished. So well, they, have, was, they have what they need from him. He st- I mean, he still could have been lying about that. Mm, no. But correct. I don't think the Empire is going to go hunt down baby Grogu anymore. But the question is, what are they going to do with the blood? Right. And until John Favreau wants to come on the show, I don't know what to, I don't know what we're, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I give up. Make some green milk out of it. Mm. Is is it the green blood, I guess? Toads have green. Now you're talking like baby Grodu, Grodu. I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Grumbus. Baby Grumbus. Baby Grodu. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. We got a lot of time to fill. I think if they do a Luke, if they do a series of revolving around Luke's academy, there has to be a young Ben Solo. And, and there has to be a Snoke involved. There's a Snoke there has involved. There to be a Snoke. Ben Solo. I 100% think if they did this, he would be married. I don't see... I don't know, man. I think the he's... the legacy of the Force stuff, he has two kids? Or is it just Ben? Uh, he just has one. And Han and Leia have three. Yeah, Jason, Jaina... And, and Anakin. Anakin. Anakin's the one. He's the, he's the good one. He's the one that Chewie dies to save him. Chewie dies to save him. And then Jaina and Jason are twins. Yeah. But Kylo is Jason Solo now. Yeah. Yeah. And then Luke and Mara just have uh, Ben Skywalker. I w- uh... Now, I don't I care think... about Boba Fett's family, but Luke's family is another fucking thing. Yeah, I don't think he has one, man. I'd love I don't think it he has them anymore. Did. I think he's definitely willing to let his students have some attachment, but I don't know if he's getting married and having spawn. I don't think he has any offspring. He's probably fucking terrified of his dad's blood. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what happens, you know. Some shit goes down with cloning bloods and, and baby Yoda's blood and some shit, and he's like, you know what? My blood's worth so much that I need to cut myself off from the force. They cannot know where I'm at, or they're going to come after me. Well, he doesn't Not know about any of that me. blood stuff, though. What's that? He doesn't know about Grogu's blood. I know, but from a certain point of view, you, you add one and one, you get two. They're cloning Sometimes people. Sometimes you add one and one, and you get 11. Fuck. Um, yeah, you know, obviously cloning's been a thing, and his blood is very important. So, like, maybe he adds, adds numbers. <sighs> I don't know, man. 
I don't know. Um, here's a question, actually, that I just thought of. Where is the scientist? Because <laughs> he's on the ship helping them plan the um, plan the siege. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, he doesn't say, like, I hate Moff Gideon. I just cared about Baby Yoda and the science portion of this, and I'm going to help you. He doesn't say anything. He's just like, oh, go attack this little section of the ship. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was interesting. But I think they, I think he's on the ship when they land, and then they obviously get out and, you know, do the siege mission. He Does he go anywhere? I don't know. Oh, that. I didn't even, like, think about it. Yeah, he's still just sitting on the ship, chilling. I had the same question about Moff Gideon when Luke showed up. Everybody was, all the Mandos were standing up. There was no Moff Gideon. Like I, he was I, on the ground. I didn't see him. I paused. He was it. cowering. He was shitting his pants. Did you see his face when he saw the X-wing pop up? Everybody, he's terrified. Everybody, he knows what. Everybody's got a full diaper, whether it was from the <laughs> Dark Troopers or Luke showing up. Everybody needs he's, to change. He's seen Sith in action. He is scared of what a lightsaber can do. How long has Moff Gideon been around? Long enough to be a Moff. You don't just start Moff. It's not an entry-level position. Uh, well, you might have been hired in. Depends um, on how good your resume was. Yeah. I mean, you, you say he's seen Sith in action. I doubt he has. I'm just assuming if he is a Moff, he has met uh, Vader and Palpatine or one or the other. Well, yeah. I mean, from a certain point of view, you're going to... Why is Baby Yoda's blood so high on the priority list? Well, it's to bring Sidious back. It's the end game. If he, I don't know if how much he knows of he's, the contingency... He's got, whoa, <laughs> he's got to know. You just disappeared. Is he your cat again? <laughs> he's a savage. Edward, get out of here. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. It it goes to, see, here's all your fan theories that you were talking about. You just, you said there was there weren't any. It just took you a second to unlock them. Yeah, I can talk. <laughs> you just don't like Boba Fett's family for some reason. You're, you're uh, racist against clones. Yep. Which I'm, I take offense to. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's my vote. They're going to pull the Bloodline storyline. Boba Fett's going to try to make a kid or find one. <laughs> Actually, that would be good. That could work. Um, because Jaster Mareel kind of adopted Jango Fett and made him into a foundling. It wasn't his dad. So I don't know if Jango Fett was born on Mandalore or he was kind of adopted into the whole tribe, kind of like uh, Din was. So that could be, that could be where he he, does. he just finds some worthy seven year old and changes him to be a killer. Yeah. What is happening in the chat here? I don't know. I see some in, uh, interesting suspects here in the in the chat. <laughs> I don't know. Easily solved. Block. 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 Um. So, yeah, that's my guess. I don't know what's happening. I just want to know where the scientist uh, disappeared to. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I actually, that was the other a- uh, actor that I really liked. He was very believable as a scientist. He was great. For how small yeah. of a role it was, uh, it was nice. It was nice. Yeah, I'm glad he showed back up. I liked him in the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, Book of Boba Fett, Mando Chapter 16. Yeah, that, that's kind of, that's the main stuff. I know we covered a lot, so we can kind of end it there. I had a few lingering questions, but we can talk about them on a different episode. They require more time to dissect. So the next big thing we have is High Republic, which comes out next month. High Republic. High Republic. Yeah, uh, I have heard good things. Um, Some people have got some like pre-orders. 
Uh, and uh, Early copies. Yeah, so ranting and raving about it already. So uh, it's good. Some of the big, be fun. Some of the actual good Star Wars content people's um, got some stuff. So Brand new, fresh storylines. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm down for it. Cool. All right, everybody. The Mandalorian Season 2 is finished. Complete. Uh, we are getting through uh, fanboy commentary of those. Um, all, yes, sir. All of them. But, uh, so we're slowly drudging through. By uh, the time Season 3 comes out, it will all be done. <laughs> we'll say that. Yeah. But <laughs> give us nine months. Yeah. Should be good. Um, that's all we got today. Unless you want to talk about gaming doing small gamings uh i don't want to talk about gaming but i would like to do gaming okay let's let's hang this baby up and go do some gaming complete thanks guys for tuning in we'll catch you next time cheers <laughs> fuckers later deeds.